This is Wednesday, March 2nd. Last year, I was invited by two men to help sail a boat across the Gulf Stream to the Bahamas. Now, I had the privilege of growing up sailing and spending a fair amount of time on the water. I didn't learn it overnight, but I became comfortable on sailboats. Then another friend saw fit to make sure I was properly trained for offshore sailing, a journey like the one my friends wanted to take. Now, before this trip to the Bahamas, we needed to work out three major things. First, the navigation. What course would we chart? What conditions were we looking for? How long would it take? And second, we needed to make sure we had the correct gear for the trip and that the boat was ship shape. In the process, we had to add some safety gear and make sure everything was working properly. What if we encountered trouble on the crossing? Would we have what we needed? And finally, we would need provisions. What supplies of food and water should we have for the time we would be out, even if the trip took longer than we planned? Now you can guess who would be the best person to help us plan such a journey. Yes, you got it. Someone who had been before. Someone that literally knew the ropes, as they say. Now this is the heart of what we are learning about Jesus this week. Entering human flesh and living in our world, he learned the ropes, you could say. He took the journey. Now imagine what this means when we realize that Jesus intercedes for us with the Father. He's been here. He's been through what we have. Can you see how uniquely this equips him to be our high priest? Here's our scripture. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15 to 16. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Yes, because Jesus has been on the journey, we want to ask him for help. That's what prayer is. Here the connection is made between Jesus' priestly role for us and our being able to freely come to God, taking our cares and needs to the one that loves us. Now, during the days when these words were written, the priesthood had fallen on difficult times. What happened? Well, the priesthood had become political about holding positions of power and authority in the land rather than really serving the people. In reality, it had become corrupt. Priests, and especially the high priest, knew little of the weaknesses that beset ordinary people. There were two problems with this. First, you had no confidence that the high priest knew God and could stand before God on your behalf. And second, If your priest did not know your condition, how could he be your mediator? Now, the writer of Hebrews tells us we could have no better high priest than Jesus. He sits at the right hand of the Father, and even more, he knows us. I want to tell you what happened in the sailing crossing. 
First, when we set out, the weather was not optimal, to say the least. A strong winter storm swept across South Florida, and even attempting a crossing at that time would have been dangerous and unadvisable. Wisdom meant delaying our departure, but again, it took wisdom to know this. Knowing before going is important. And second, when later we did set out, we had an equipment failure that required a temporary repair. Again, not the best situation, but being prepared made all the difference. Now, as we reflect on the care of Jesus, we remember that there is no one better to guide us and to represent us before the Father. You know why? The storms will come. And when we cry out, we want to know that we will be heard. We want to know that someone understands. And Jesus knows what we need. Jesus will provide the grace and mercy we require. And yes, ultimately, we did make that crossing safely. What began in a storm ended in calm and beauty that is the reminder of how good God is and how gracious he is toward those that come to him. Now, as we work through this week, I find the challenge for me is not that Jesus is not sufficient. He is. But often I fail to come to him. I fail to seek him for grace and mercy. And this text reminds me that this is Jesus' calling. This is why the Father appointed him as my high priest. Because I know Jesus, because he knows our conditions, and he knows the ropes, we can freely come to him and know that the response will always be grace. We need not fear approaching Jesus. He will always deal gently with us. Let's pray. Father God, forgive me for thinking I can do it on my own, for thinking I can be self-sufficient. I am weak, but you are strong. I ask that you guide me by your mighty arm. Provide me with confidence in coming to you, knowing that I need your grace and mercy every day. For I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.